I'm Angelique Rocher, and this is Marvel's Voices. I am a huge fan of drag as a culture. Uh, while I may not be a person who watches Drag Race, uh, which all of my friends are, I have been for a long time, particularly since being a cheerleader in the high hill races in Washington, D.C., many, many, many moons ago. I've uh, been a very big fan of the art form and the glory and the beauty of drag. And one of the really cool things about drag is there's a lot of cool subcultures within drag. And that includes drag cosplay. I am really excited because I had the opportunity to sit down with one of the most well-known drag queens who also is a huge nerd and does drag cosplay dax exclamation point one of the most well-known drag queen cosplaying just just amazing performer but also a really big nerd which just if you have not seen her cosplay as storm or marvel girl or or black cat you have not lived you have to go do this. It is it is an art form that I think is so wonderful and so beautiful, but there's so much work and there's so much time that goes into the detail, but also so much love that goes into portraying and really like embodying the Marvel characters that Dax loves so much. So I had an opportunity to sit down with Dax and not only talk about um, work as a performer, but also where her love for Marvel came from. This is Dax's story. Since I was a child. Okay, so we're about to bond on something I didn't even know we're about to bond on. Let's have this conversation about the fact that I owned up, up, all up of the, the original Cats CDs. Uh, cast recordings. I had it. Cast recordings. Wait. Who didn't? Who, Who didn't? Who didn't? Who didn't? Wait, both, both here and in the Girl, UK. I am Grizabella. Oh my god! I'm so happy you're here. I love the fact that you were a theater nerd. I love the fact that you. Uh, oh god, cats was just so good. I'm it sorry. Was, it, no, I was no. an Andrew Lloyd Webber fanatic. I totally had. I wanted like, to be like a old possum's book of practical cats. I had like the hard. I was like, mother, I need the hardback version only. And she was like, put his paper. I was like, not gonna nap. Like not I was that kid. I, I was it. like, mother, <laughs> I need this. Like, oh. like, like as a child. Yeah. And like, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, when did you get into, because clearly this is, this is the thing that I, I love. You are in drag and it, it is amazing, but you cosplay, which is, it is one and the same. Yeah. It is very, very, it, it is yeah. very, very close. But there is like a connection, a love that cosplayers have mm-hmm. for characters, and that's especially if it's good. And I have seen, I've seen your rogue, I have seen your storm, I've seen your your good black cat, uh, which is phenomenal. By hi, the Felicia. Way. <laughs> Literally, hi, Felicia. Um, and it, it there's so much work that goes into every stitch every bringing it to life what is it about these characters that like these these are the ones you're going to do because i think people pick specific characters that they love to bring to life because there's so many characters even in just the marvel universe Mm -hmm. yeah no totally i mean um that's always a question that people ask a lot. It's like, it's like how you choose your next cosplay. But it's like with cosplay, it's like I. Everyone has their own wheelhouse. Everyone has their yep. own like method behind it. Like with any art form, yep. everyone has their own process. For me, it's got to be someone that I 
know mm-hmm. that I love whose aesthetic matches my own, mm. someone who I fully, fully respect. Because like yeah. I'm not one of those cosplayers who likes to like heavy modify a costume to like suit me. Like I mean like obviously like you know when you're making an outfit for yourself, you're gonna take, you know, different kind of things in, 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 into play. But I'm not gonna like do like, this is my version of Storm. No 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 no. You're mean, gonna do that's still a valid Storm. form of cosplay, but like it's like for me if it's not canon, it's not right. That's how I feel about and it. And you do, you like, do original. <laughs> like you do 1975. Yeah, I, 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 I do like I do. Uh, I haven't done the original Storm because she was a two piece, and I wear a corset. I'm a lady, so that's I'm not way, gonna wear a bikini. You're right. That is, um, was a very. But and, you do and, and, the full bodysuit. I, I, I do the, the the Jim Lee 90s. I've done the uh, Paul Smith Mohawk. Uh, I've done the Worlds mm-hmm. Apart. Um, I'm working on X Men Red right now. I want to do Age of Apocalypse for Dragon Con. That's my plan for Dragon Con is Age of Apocalypse Storm with the like the like the like the, the pixie cut and the, and the and the Bowie stripe on her face. I want that because it sounds it looks like a really comfortable like last day of the con cosplay, <laughs> <laughs> like flat boots and a tunic. Got it. <laughs> like, I let's do it. Love when cosplay is practical. I really mm-hmm. really do. But I mean, for me, it's like because because conventions are um, misogynistic. Mm. Uh, they're all in concrete rooms. You don't, <laughs> and they're all you in, don't say that they would be uncomfortable for putting together. I, I mean, I mean, mm. and, 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 and like, to me, what always kills me is the fact that like, like, like people that like put conventions together, people that like throw throw cons or whatever, um, they really want those like hot girls in bikinis and high heels to show up and, and you know cosplay, quote unquote. That's what they want. But you put me in a concrete slab in six inch heels, and I'm like, like. I'll give you thirty good minutes, and by that point, I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. Like all my because cosplays heels have are heels. He- heels are heels. It hurts. <laughs> like it hurts. So like all of my cosplays, I always plan on having like like a backup pair of shoes mm. so that I can just swap out. Two hours in of like walking for forever or whatever, um, you want to just die. So you, yeah. you know, well, take and it's off. very different than mm-hmm. doing a drag performance where you were on stage. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then you're off stage. Yeah, and and, all, and also like I have never done a show. Where my stage is made of concrete. <laughs> like, I'm never in my life, but you know. Well, and, and what I love about this is because there actually is a huge collection of drag queens that do cosplay. Oh, yeah. I've always, I've always believed that like drag queens really invented cosplay. I mean, we didn't. I know the backstory, we didn't. But it's like whenever you see a drag queen do a number that's based on like a movie or a cartoon character or anything like yeah. that, that's cosplay. Oh, people yeah. forget all the time. It's like, no, 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 no. She's it's doing personal number right now, but she's legit cosplaying. So, w- how did you get into comics? Uncanny X Men number three hundred by John Romita Jr. with a holographic cover was my first ever comic book that I ever bought myself. What was it about that comic book? Uh, Storm's giant hair. <laughs> like her hair was nonsense. Like like like, like, like the covers are all them, like charging forward. It's like the anniversary issue, so it was all them charging forward and Storm like flying on top, like woo, with her like giant hair with like random braids and beads, just 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 whatever, just like just just casual, just like I just feel like doing this today, like. And, 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 in and, my head, the wind did it. It oh, wasn't yeah, yeah. even her. She just got the wind Honestly, to braid her hair. She's Omega. She could do it. It's fine. Um, but but like and, and like and like she wore like two capes with her big angel wing sleeves and her like her like her like her like nineties like, thigh high boots that were like like kind of ruched but kind of slouchy but not really but still really sexy somehow. It was all very like Taylor Dane, but better. Like you know. And I and I that's what got me into it. Um, 
and 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 just his work in general. Like I mean, like that he did a whole you know from like 300 on. He was like like you know the main artist doing every issue in Kenny X Men because they were doing a whole story arc. It's the whole thing. Because um, you have like a, I saw on the wall outside, not on this hallway, but I did a whole tour earlier. So I did see number 304, also drawn by him, with a holographic card on the cover. And I was like, ha, got that one too. You're welcome. Um, and Bishop with his like, his like, his like Larry Fishburne cowboy Curtis hair, <laughs> which was the best. Like, we just had a full conversation like, about Bishop's. It, Cowboy it, Curtis hair? Actually, tell what? me it's not Cowboy Curtis. You, you can't tell me. I literally <laughs> made a joke about it looking like Cowboy Curtis. That's what it was Larry based Fish- on. You can't tell me it wasn't. Well, the funny thing is, like when you when you think about Storm and you think about Bishop, they are two of the most hair changing. But you know why? To be real, to be to be honest, comic artists have always had issues drawing black hair. They have like like because because because. Comic artists, especially like you know, like like twenty years ago and beyond, there were not very many black artists drawing comics. Let's be honest, but they still wanted to like, especially like some, like a, a brand like Marvel, really always wanted to include black characters and stuff. But the artists couldn't pull it together. Like they just, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's, not, it's just not not their life. So what they did was they just used you know like their uh, you know way of seeing like white presenting hair or or, or eurocentric hair and they put on a black character and was like no one's gonna that's fine it's, this is fine so they gave bishop the blowout like you know like they gave bishop he had this, a perm. Like, it's this, fine they gave bishop this like this like, this, like, like s curl nonsense because like the references they had it's like it's like how to draw a black man with a haircut that doesn't look that still looks like dynamic and cool but doesn't look like it just like drew like a bald head and then like shaded in some stuff on side you know like so it was a design choice to mask other issues, but it didn't. I mean, like, looking back now, it's hilarious. So what did you study in college? Sequential art. I'm sorry. What, what does that even mean? Comic books. <laughs> so you studied comic books. Yeah. No, I've, I, I literally have my degree in sequential art. Like, I, like, yeah, comic history. I've spent a portfolio here to Marvel before. I um, they asked for more. I had an anxiety attack and couldn't do it, so I just stopped. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm kind of coming full circle by being in the building right now. I love it. So why did you decide to study sequential art? Storm mostly. <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like just like during the rave scene in the '90s and even the '80s, it inspired a generation of, of wannabe DJs who only spun mixes in their bedroom, and they were terrible, and no one cared. Comics did the same thing, but for artists. So mm-hmm. I was one of those kids who was like, you know what? I want to draw comics. It's going to work out. And now I'm in crippling debt. Cool. Um, it's fine. But like, it's like comics definitely inspired a lot of things in my life. Like whether it was like, you know, me being an illustrator, me doing, you know, drawing and doing design and painting and sewing and whatever else I do. Um, without comics, I would never have started on that path mm. ever, you know? When you're 18 and you decide, you know, I'm going to do this and be an adult and do this or whatever, it's like you're choosing your whole life path at 18 when, yeah, yeah, exactly. That you can't see, but she crossed her eyes. And I'm like, I, that's, that's what it feels like. Because then you look back and you're like, how can I plan a life at 18? I can barely pick out my own shoes. Like, what am I doing, you know? Honestly, like, if I had stuck with all the paths that I had chosen myself at 18, I would be married, miserable, or dead. Or all three. So, no, I mean, like, you know, me drawing comics has not worked out as of yet, um, but of course, obviously, like you know, as a creative person, my interests have varying channels, and I'm the kind of person where it's like I'll be into a thing for a while, but then when my creativity wants to go a different direction, I can't not do that, you know. 
Otherwise, I feel like I'm going crazy and I can't breathe and then force myself to like do something I'm not really feeling. And it comes out crappy because I'm not in it. Yeah. No, so, and it makes so perfect yeah. sense. I've had a number of people who sat in this in, in, in actually in this very room, Mateo Lane, mm-hmm. he started off storyboarding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, and I thought, and I thought for a long time, I was like, I was like that's what I'm going to do. I'll be a storyboard artist. And well, well, I love storyboarding. It's not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just not into well, it. One, the funny like, thing you know? is, Mateo was like, I studied oil painting yeah. and I sang opera. Yeah. You know, and I think it's it's so interesting. And he has abs. Rude. Triggered. <laughs> Triggered. So Unfair. Rude. But okay. Mad to at be her. fair, to be fair, <laughs> to be Ma- fair. all Mateo does is crunches. stand up and crunches. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> stand up and crunches. That's I mean, it. I stand all the time. I've been standing almost all day. You have been standing very <laughs> tall heels. all day in those gorgeous heels. So <laughs> I mean, and I love, and I think you make a really You're fun. We're having fun, Thanks, baby. Um, I, but I, you make a very, but you make a very good point, like. At 18 years old, we don't know who any. or what. Okay, or how? some to be truthful, oh. some people do. I've had I've uh, had some people yeah. in this chair oh, I know. who have known since they were nine years old. But that's the journey of being a creative. Mm. Are you reading the new Shuri comic mm. that came out from Nettie Akor? You know, I am not yet. So I'm sorry. The thing that you I don't really, be sorry. I feel really bad don't about be, it because no, my don't cat's be sorry. my cat's middle name is Shuri. Well, no, actually, her first name. Technically, her first name is Shuri, but she has so many names that 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 I get confused sometimes. My cat's name, of course, being Princess Shuri Lorel Nemet Sekmet Pajamas, or Princess Pajamas, as I call her. Princess um, Pajamas. Or Jam Jams, or Jammies, or you Jams. You have an amazing life. Um, um, I have an amazing cat. You're welcome. <laughs> She's yes. delightful. I love how you love cats. Um, but I think the mm. thing about Shuri that mm. is the best is that the artist utilized the internet uh-huh. and hair tutorials yeah, but, to get her hair see, right. 20 years ago, we didn't have all you that. Didn't. You, and you then, really and didn't. You really didn't. The internet so literally like, has advanced so many things. the representation advanced of women of, of color. Of, of people of color in general, women, men, whatever, whether it be like, you know, any anything, any any person of color now, like an artist needs a point of reference, they can just Google it and they have a point of reference. Yeah. Granted, that can cause artists problems sometimes when they just do like a like a basic, like just like generic sweep but like if somebody if the artist actually actually cares and is really invested they can easily pull up whatever they need to to kind of go from there you should you should check out the covers the covers no, are no i I've, I've seen the covers i've not yeah. read the actual issues though but i don't know the comic by its cover ever i Ooh. learned that years ago tell Just me more tell me more just don't do it because you know co- cover artists are one thing and and you know you'll see like an amazing cover with like storm on the cover doing you know some nonsense like you know beautifully illustrated painted or whatever then you open it up and it's like pfft. Like, you know, I read comics for the story. I need some art that I I can relate to, that I can bite onto, that I can, like, really appreciate. So besides Um, X-Men, what else do you read? I mean, I read a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. The last book I was really, really into was the iteration of the Hulk with, when Jen Walters you know, finally became like the official Hulk. And you it was do her, an it was, amazing It was her Jen and Patsy Walters. Walker just hanging out the whole time, just being girls and fighting stuff sometimes. Because you know Hellcat sometimes <laughs> just I needs... I love Hellcat. Hellcat just needs uh, to go hang out no, with her girls every uh, once in yeah, a while. Yeah, and, 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 and there's one issue where like, where like Jim was on like this date with this guy who was like 
he wasn't a scroll. No, he was a scroll. I think he was a scroll in disguise. Um, but they, they they went out, you know, for like for burritos or whatever. And then like, um, um, she wasn't like texting Patsy back, and Patsy just shows up at the restaurant in her costume. And I'm like, I mean, but that, but actually, that's Patsy. That is, let's be real. That's that Patsy. Is- <laughs> like, like you can't tell me it's not. Like she would just like be like, be like, hey girl, you okay? Oh, a fight? Okay, like just hop in. Wait, you and, need like, me, you need me to fight and do some yeah, parkour yeah. off the wall? Yeah. Okay, and fine. I'm, yeah, and fine. I'm like, yes, please. More of that. Just what are like, girlfriends Just for? like Jen and Patsy hanging out like, 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 like Laverne and Shirley in the Marvel Universe. Like, I'm cool with that. I want all of that all the time. All the like, time. Like, that all was the, like, the last, like, um, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say newer, but like, like, like um, the last, like, you know, like, different iteration of a character that I loved. Yeah. That was redone. Because, I mean, like, I tried to get into Domino. No offense. Didn't love Domino. But you I think know? that's the thing about comics is comics, uh, not everyone's going to love no, every single and comic. No, and, and no one has to. And you don't, and you no don't have to. to. You don't have to. And either. I think that's the beautiful thing about there being so many comics out there mm-hmm. where folks can pick, like, for instance, and we were just talking about Cena Grace, Yeah. Um, this the concept that not only did we, we he introduced two new mutants, yeah. a non-binary uh-huh. mutant and drag queen mutant. You're welcome. You're welcome. Who you have... What? You have... Me? ...fantastically brought to life. Okay. Well, as... as It was so quick, though. Like, how much work... Oh, it was not that quick. No, no, no. I was, like, like the third or fourth queen to do a shade look, but I was... But after it came out... I was one of the official quoted references for the characters, so you're welcome. Um... You were. I I am. The interwebs says it, so it's true. He said it, too. He told me, and he also... he, He typed it. And now it's on Instagram forever, so now it's a thing. It's fine. Yes, I was a third in that list. I don't see but the rest you of the list. list. I'm on the list. But you're on the list. I'm on the list. I don't know what you mean. I'm on the list. So Who you, on the list? Me. <laughs> so how long for you does it take, particularly with new characters? Because this is a brand new character. We'll see, we'll see like, like with cosplay, there's always that that, 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 that weird fight between, um, like a lot of cosplayers will see a new character come out and they want to be like the first one to do it. Like it's going to like change something or whatever. It's like, no, honey, like it's still someone else's intellectual property. You just made an outfit that's cool. But like being the first doesn't mean that you're like the one. Like... You didn't create the character, and if you did create the character, it wouldn't be cosplay. It would be drag, like you know, like so. It's like it's like it's like cosplayers always have that weird like thing, like everyone like competing, and then like like some cosplayers will have this whole like this thing where it's like that's my character, you can't do it. It's my character. It's like no, 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 no. You didn't it's invent the our character. character. It belongs to us. It's yeah. Exactly. That's the and beautiful like, thing of like, the, the universe. Exactly. Is that- of like cosplay or comics and, and and fandom in general. Is it like it's for everyone to enjoy. That's the whole thing of it. Like yeah. that's literally the point. Um, and, and so, like, no, I was not the first shade. Um, I was the most canonically accurate shade. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but I was not the first. No, 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 no. I mean, but I mean, like, like that one took me a while, um, longer than I wanted to, only because those damn Liefeld pouches. Those pouches. I made. I made twenty-seven Can we have individual glitter really? functional pouches. But you went by back, the way. And I want to be very clear to anyone who's listening that you mentioned a specific Robert Geraldine Liefeld. <laughs> I don't know his middle name, but I assume it's Geraldine. Oh. I assume it's something like something like something like, like something that you would like make fun of him for if you were a kid. <laughs> like, yes. like and that's like, I'll show you all. <laughs> but those but those pouches are very no, much. That's a, a direct a reference. Direct reference back to a specific artist. Who, who, who defined defines. how superheroes looked for a long time. No, yeah. he couldn't draw feet, but he changed the way 
everything worked. Feet are very hard. They're really not at all. So are hands. They're really not at all. (laughs) I mean, like I learned in college. (laughs) Tell me how you feel about it. You want to draw hands? Oh, look, you got a reference. Just look down. So I got to ask, you did sequential art. You went to college. Mm-hmm. You obviously made comic books on your own. Oh, yeah. You've got a portfolio. Yep. When did you decide that your energy was going to be targeted towards drag? Because this uh, art form it takes your heart and soul. Oh, oh, and, and, and your health, well-being, time, money, all of it. It's like I always say that drag is an addiction, not a hobby or a career. It's mm-hmm. literally an addiction because mm-hmm. when you're not doing it, you're thinking about doing it. Mm-hmm. Ask any drag queen when they're not on stage or they're not. In drag, their their mind is on their next number, their next outfit, how to pay for that, <laughs> and and then how to you know, and then, and then how to execute it. Like you're always always thinking about it. But for me, when I was in when I got to college, um, I mean, like I had been a theater nerd obviously in high school. Um, my friends and I were super into Rocky Horror Picture Show when I was in high school because I mean, what nerd isn't? I mean, because Tim what Curry looks isn't? great in a pair of heels, and I wanted those shoes my entire life. Oh my god, and those look at red glittery! <laughs> yeah, 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 those yeah. red glitter heels. Oh, oh that, that was from the floor god. show. Oh, so you're thinking of like the end of the movie? Yeah, I'm, thi- I'm oh, thinking yes. of like I'm thinking of like of like of like of like his opening. Oh, you talking when he comes down the oh, elevator yeah, with that big chunky heel stamping on the floor? Yeah, that's the one I like. But but basically, I first saw Rocky Horror in the like I went to like an actual like you know theater show Rocky Horror when I was 16 with my, with my friends from high school my mom my mom drove us it was super embarrassing and I was like mom sit in the back row no one can see you wait no, mom you're here. stayed she stayed oh. she fell asleep but she stayed <laughs> like, it sounds like my because, mom because, you know, my mom would have fallen people asleep people always forget how long Rocky Horror actually it's is so, it's well, so long but that's the whole, beauty of audience participation part. there's a whole middle part where it's just like nap time um, but no so like so like, it's like that so then when, when we all went to college together we of course Helped form the Rocky Horror Picture Show cast in Savannah, Georgia, called Pure Antimatter. You're welcome. Um, I played Frank for literally three years of my life. Every week, Frank and Furter, every like, that, that was my Friday. That was it. That's what we're doing. Friday night, I know you know where I'll be for way too long. <laughs> like, so that's what. It, so that. So that's that kind of began me getting into drag, and that like 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 I was literally already doing it. I was lip syncing the entire movie the entire way through. Yeah. Like once a week for three years of my life um, and then rehearsing it in the middle of the week, you know, like, so like it was like, I was always doing it. And then I got hired at club one in Savannah um, dancing on boxes. And of course, you know, I wasn't just like, you know, regular, like, you know, go, go boy or whatever. I would like make outfits. I'm like, I want outfits cause that's fun. And I'm wearing heels because that's what I do. And then that kind of ended up like leading me into like doing drag. Like I ended up going to um, their amateur contest on like a Sunday night when I was like, you know, not on the clock, quote unquote, um, with some friends of mine. And no one has entered the contest that night. And the guest performer got in a car accident on the way to the venue, broke her ankle. and was like, sorry, girl, not coming. And so she was like, Dex, I'm glad you're here. Can you do a number right now? And I was like, what? She's like, can you do a drag number? And I was like, I mean, I'm not in drag. She was like, we can fix that. Can you do it? I was like, sure. I mean, like, ah, it's like, whatever. Um, so she like, took me up to the dressing room and like I borrowed random drag queen clothes I just found in the dressing room and did like Britney Spears, my prerogative, because it was it was new then. It was dating myself. It's fine. <laughs> some you. of us some Thank of us all. remember when it actually came out. Oh, yeah, by brown version. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that either. <laughs> it's fine. Um and and then I got I made money and I was like, oh. Is that what drag is? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can do this, I guess. <laughs> and it just kind of happened. Like it wasn't yeah. like I, I, I wasn't like like you know. Now we live in an age with you know with the internet 
and YouTube and people and, and with like drag race and other things like that, people are getting into drag for all of the wrong reasons, I think. They're getting into it to be like famous and celebrity and to like, you know, be in a Marco Marco fashion show and to like, you know, be in on Vogue or and it's like it's like mm, but like these people have been doing it for a long time. Or they're really talented, or they played the game well on the television show you watch. It's like you can't, and especially like people like who like you know don't want to like start out and like cut their teeth and like perform, or are too afraid to like look busted on their first time out in drag. It's like no, no, no. Funny thing, your first time in drag, you're gonna look busted. That's it. Like you can want to be like the fishiest, most fierce, put together girl on the street, but no, no, no. Your first time in drag, you're gonna look busted. It's fine. Everyone does. Everyone looks like a big old hot mess. They look back. I went through a phase in my life where I literally wore bronzer as foundation. And this is before matte bronzer was a thing because it matched my complexion in the summer when I turned terracotta tan. Um, and no one, no one. No one said anything to you? Told me anything. <laughs> Who were your friends? Terrible. Who they were, were your terrible friends? people. Like legitimately like six to nine months. Like, but you know what? It that, was a minute, girl. But you know what? It's a <laughs> metaphor for life, though. It's like it's one of those I moments. I didn't know. Anything you do I for the first time, you're not going to be perfect. You're not. You're not. But, like, but like, I didn't know I was wearing – my bronzer was not working out for me until someone developed a fun camera, one of those, like, like, like wind-up cameras or whatever, and showed me a developed photograph. And I was like – That person was I your am, friend. I am reflecting all the light in the room right now. That person was your friend. She was. I was like, thank you, girl. Thank you no for me pulling know. me aside but because my friends need to be checked. Yes, yes. But, but, it's, yeah, but it is right. very, it's very true. It's, mm-hmm. it's any creative that mm-hmm. thinks they're going to bust out of the gate and be, and be absolutely like amazing and like change time. the world. It's like, no, 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 no. That takes decades yeah. of like getting doors slammed in your face and rejection and and pain and questioning. Why and are things, you doing this to myself? And things failing. De- and failing. Miserably would be best. Like, yeah. you got to learn on your own. Is my favorite movie when I was a kid was to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Namar. And all I can hear Jesse's is daughter. my head. Yes! You're just a Latino girl in drag. What? But you know what? That, but for a lot of folks, that was mm-hmm. the first time they really it got was. a full comprehension. Uh, uh, well, but I mean, like, but I mean, like, that movie, like, looking back, a lot of things from, like, that era there was in general, the, yeah. problematic in, yeah. in general. I was about to say, because, there's very I mean, problematic like, I mean, like, moments, because, because it's like, it's like, it's like, especially someone who does drag, it's like, first of all, if I'm going on a road trip, I'm not going to sit in this all day long on a road trip. Let's be real. Because it's hot. It's but and, which is again why like I always say like a drag queen superhero doesn't actually work. I mean like mm-hmm. yes, it's fun in theory, but a drag queen superhero could never work because by the time you're ready, the fight's over, girl. <coughs> you missed it. Tell me I'm wrong. Cause this this nonsense took me two and a half hours. But let's have a conversation if, about if, every okay, single no, 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 no. woman superhero that's got eyeliner on. Okay. Did you put the eyeliner on before okay, first you got? Of all, that's why I love Storm because in my mind, Storm doesn't actually wear any makeup at all. She wears she a doesn't. black liner and a red lip, and she's good because her skin is what? Impeccable. Like, her skin is impeccable. Like, Storm. Because she's always hydrated Storm, like, because legit, she controls. Like, and, and I feel that her ta- her eyeliner is tattooed on. I'm pretty sure it is. So she's like, she's like, a berry lip, and I'm good. Let's go. These are some like, theories. Like, you know. <laughs> what is the next cosplay we're going to see? Mm. I don't even know. Because I'm doing Awesome Con next weekend um, in D.C., but I don't know what I'm going to wear yet because I... Never know till like the last minute. So, so you don't um, know what the weather is going to be. I, I well, yeah, that's that's irrelevant. I'm always going to be hot, so it's fine. Um, but I'm really thinking I'm doing. I think I'm going to bring She Hulk out for Awesome Con, Felicia Hardy, and probably Rogue. 
Um, I have a Sue Storm that I'm working on. Uh, I love Susan Storm so much. I love her so much. Uh, I really want to do Silver Sable one day because I Ooh. love Silver Sable. So I already, I already do Black Cat. I'm like, why not Silver Sable too? That makes sense. I mean, um, Silver. Are we talking about like new Silver Sable? Oh, no, 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 no. Have you played old the game? school? Oh, old I, school. Yeah, the, the game. Yeah, yeah. Because like I do, uh, I, I, I do uh, Felicia from from the Heist. Yes. Um, so I, mean, I do, I do the original. Like I do like the classic like fur collar one. Yeah. But that is unwearable in any month that's not below zero. Um, it is plastic and fur, and it sucks to wear. But it's real cute when it's on, so I'm always torn. <laughs> like, well, I'm hoping you do this silver sable. Very uh, I love silver sable so much, but the problem is that like whenever I wear white hair and silver, or gray, or black, or gunmetal, or any like of the colors I love the most, people will always call me Storm, which I'm cool with. I mean, there are there but are worse characters. To be there mixed are worse up. things to be called. I've been called all of them, so <laughs> it's fine. But that's the that, that that's the problem with like um with uh with like cosplaying a character that is not in your like ethnic groupings, people will always misinterpret your cosplay. Um yeah. just expect it, it's fine. It's not a big deal. There's no harm in it, it's fine. Um as long as they're not being a dick about it, you're cool. You know? That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah, I mean cosplay is is, is a is a interesting, interesting, interesting world. What was mm-hmm. your what was your first character that you cosplayed? Storm. Definitely. It was. Um, I made. I was Dragon Con, of course, because that's what I do. Um, and I made like a closet storm cosplay. Like I wasn't. I wasn't gonna go, and I, you know, couldn't afford it that year. And I was like, I just not gonna do it. But I was living in Atlanta, and the yeah. friend of mine was like, "Come on, girl, I got you a pass." I was like, "I will see you tonight." So I, of course, took like an old, an old like black bustier, and I made an uh, an X Men like um, logo out of like I can't remember what it was. It was something random I had lying around that I just like spray painted. Um, and like you know, some panties. And I took. I literally took an old uh, vampire cape from Halloween because <laughs> I love Halloween. So I always keep a stock of like cheesy Halloween costume stuff around because I think it's funny. Um, then I tore it and made it into like a storm cape, um, and like just tied it around my wrist and put some bangles on. And like I already had white hair because I always have white hair. Um, and I made my tiara out of like um, like cardboard masking tape and like armature wire. And then I painted it and glittered it. And I was like, good to go. And that was my first storm cosplay that I ever did, it was terrible. But I was living my best life. Like, because that's the it. point. The point yeah. is to enjoy being able to bring those characters mm-hmm. to yeah. life. It is, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, drank a bottle of whiskey with a, with a Lobo cosplayer out of the stairs, and I was cool. I was like, this is, the, this is, the, this is a good day. Let's just let's get, get, drunk, get drunk a storm. Cool. We're good here. Like, and that's the magic of a convention. Yes. Making new friends. Making memories. <laughs> Making memories. And so now you, I just, I just, I'm. No, it's fine. I yeah. always, I just always love how much, because we, I judge a lot of cosplay contests. Mm. And so I love, and by a lot, I mean two a year. Yeah. Um, but I love the fact that there is always a process and there's always someone who's at that phase. Yeah. There's someone who's like, I did this in three days. And then there's someone who's like, like I worked 12 months to put together yeah. 3D remodeling. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's it's incredible because at that point in time, everyone's equal. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's and just there to enjoy themselves. Exactly. And, and, and like and like with a cosplay contest, like it doesn't, doesn't matter like, you know, how long you worked on a thing. It What matters is like, if you love it and it shows through in your work mm-hmm. and, and the details you put into it and the effort you put into it and all that. Because I mean, like, I judged the um, co- uh, cosplay contest, like, um, at Sinchicon in Alaska, actually, of all places, which was delightful. Highly recommend. Loved it. Had a great time last year. Um, but, 
like in the cosplay contest, there's this girl who stood out to me because she was 13 years old and she was dressed as uh, Sapphire from Steven Universe and she handmade her ball gown herself and it was on point. And I was like, imagine you in five years, just five. She's going to be a monster. Like it's going to be incredible to watch that progress because I mean like she made this, she handmade this ball gown by herself and it was completely and totally on point. Like, like no flaws. Like there were none. I mean, it was it was simple. Like it was like a very simple kind of like like pattern. But it's like if I started sewing at that age, thirteen. If I started sewing at thirteen and been that good at thirteen, I'd be a whole different character. Like I'd be a whole different like monster right now. It'd be it'd be crazy. But I and, think like, that's-, and like, that's what I love about like cosplay contests. It's like it's like you mm-hmm. do get people that are like just starting out or people that have been doing it for decades yeah. and. I was trying when I'm judging those kind of things to encourage them to keep going, whoever they are, no matter what level they're at, just keep going because you never know where you're going to go with your skill or your ability. Um, I mean, it's something that's easy to say because I know for myself when I'm sewing, I'm usually cursing and crying and screaming to my sewing machine because she hates me. Um, but but saying to somebody else, it's like it's like I do mean it. Like it's real. It's like whatever your art form is, just keep going with it because it could easily be. A complete delight in like as little as five years, you know. Well, and I think that's that's what I, I what I love about it, and kind of like just seeing the characters that you choose mm-hmm. is that you have to love them. You do like, because you have to love them because cos- of details. Yeah, because cosplay is expensive. Let's be real; it's expensive and time consuming. So is drag. Expensive and time consuming. And like, I feel like if I don't love the character, why am I doing this? Like, I'm not going to do it for somebody else. I mean, like, I really. I mean, I'm very selfish. I don't do anything for anybody else. Let's be real. Like, whatever. I, when I'm in all this nonsense, it's not for you. I mean, you can enjoy it from a distance, but it's really for me. It really is. And that, and that's why I feel like drag and cosplay should be. It's like both those things. I feel like if you're not doing it for yourself, if you're just doing it for like Instagram likes or whatever. Girl, find something else to do. Like, it's fine. But if you if you do it, I feel like you need to like love it because it's it's an investment and it's. It's exhausting, but it's worth it. So, quick fire questions. Mm-hmm. Ooh, here we go. Oh no! Oh god! Okay, ready. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Okay, that's always a weird question because if I could have and had my choice, obviously either web manipulation, telekinesis, or an unnatural mastery over cats. We'll get back to that. I mean, like Squirrel Girl, but with cats. I'm here for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is your superpower? Knowing myself, I feel like it would be something like complete, like, like with my luck, it would end up being like weather manipulation, but it's directly tied to my emotional state. So it's not actually controllable. <laughs> it's just like it's connected with, with all my anxiety and depression and weirdness. And, like, and then you walk it's, out it's, and just change and, and, and then it's like, it's like someone's like, oh, it's so rainy. Can you make it not rain? And it's like, I'm miserable, so no. Like, I'm you know, sorry, it's, it's not like, in my power. It would be like that's what I would end up getting if if I got something like weather aligned. It would probably be that, um, or like an unnatural mastery of most appliances. Like you know, like it would be like something like toast, like, like nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like nonsense. Like it's like I could text without texting. Like it's like that. You know, what's on your playlist right now? Oh, my playlist today. Getting ready, I've listened to um, uh, Jane County, the electric chairs. Um, Jane County was one of the um, well. 
First of all, she's like the last living Andy Warhol superstar, first of all. She also lives in Atlanta. She's a friend of mine. You're welcome. Um, but she's also um, a transgender punk star from the 70s. Um, and she does amazing work, and I love her to death. She, speaking of cats, she runs uh, Jane County's Cat House, which is a cat rescue that's literally in her house. She just takes in cats because she does that. She takes in cats. She paints. she does. And she's my favorite person ever. Oh, that's <laughs> she's amazing. Great. She's adorable. All right, yeah. last question. Mm-hmm. What does storytelling mean to you? Ooh. Storytelling, what it means to me, that's weird. I mean, not weird, but it's, um, storytelling means, I mean, storytelling is necessary. Like, I love, I get really involved with characters. It's like, that's why I love the X-Men so much is because it's not so much about, like, them, like, fighting robots and, like, the brood and, like, whatever. No, 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 It's about their interpersonal relationships. All the things that I watch and that I love um, or that I read, if I'm not, like, fully emotionally involved with these characters... I'm not going to stick around. Like, you know, um, so I, I need things like, like 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 Star Trek Voyager or like Farscape or um, X-Men, obviously, um, or like Young Avengers or like, you know, Gen 13 or like, uh, like I have to be like, these have to become my friends is the thing. Like, that's what I need from a story from, you know, whether it's um, from the writing alone or just from the art. It, it has to be a combination of both the writing and the art. It's got to be all together but I have to like be in love with these people and care about them otherwise meh like me and Domino like I care about her but do I <laughs> I don't really know if I do <laughs> this has been amazing you know that's it yeah. that's our wrap oh wow that's it okay. yeah well thanks for having me that was whole thanks like, for this lanyard like which by the minutes. way is elastic and it's printed Thank you so much, Dax, for stopping by. I know you have an incredibly busy schedule, but I really, really, really appreciate all the time you've spent with us. Also, make sure you're checking out the Marvel Make Me a Hero, where Dax gets literally made into a superhero. And oh, make sure you're checking me and all the rest of the phenomenal co-hosts over here at Marvel out on our other shows. I also do a really cool show called Marvel Live, which is on Twitter. Uh, It's Marvel Live presented by Audi, as well as Make sure you are tuning in for some awesome news. We can't tell you much now, but San Diego Comic-Con is coming up. And we are so excited about all the cool stuff we have in store for the live stream. In the meantime, you know, listen to all your favorite episodes and watch all the cool stuff over at Marvel.com. <laughs>